Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for, thank you for healing on today. Thank you for being God and God alone. Thank you that we can come to you in fellowship, even through the internet, Lord God, and not have to hide like it is in different countries, boy. We can serve you every single month, every single minute, moment, and hour of our day, Lord God. I just give you praise, honor, and glory, Lord God. Flesh be denied and you be glorified. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now this month we've been um, talking about um, spiritual relationships. And um, as God was uh, giving me the inspiration for this message on today, he just kept, you know, um, jogging into my head about influences. Because in order to have those different relationships spiritually with uh, people, sometimes we are influenced. You know, that, that kind of goes on, you know, how our, how our daily walk is, you know, sometimes we are influenced. It's like the definition of influence is the capacity to have an effect on a character development or behavior of on someone or something. So the question is, who you and who are you influenced by? Are you influenced by God to live a righteous life, or are you influenced by the circumstances that's going on in your life? Sometimes you know we say, Lord, I want to be all out for you. I want to do things for your glory. I want to push for your kingdom. I want to win as many souls as I can. But sometimes those circumstances that's in our life cause us to not be on fire for God like we're supposed to. You know, we can say, oh, wait, okay, Lord, I want to witness to someone today. But we look at our circumstances and then we sometimes get influenced by that. And that controls us to have a negative mindset. I'm gonna go uh, go ahead and uh, go to point number one. Who you are connected to can shape and mold your life. Who you are connected to can shape and mold your life. And uh, as the Lord was giving me that, I thought about my childhood, um, growing up in um, Dallas, Texas, was in the Oak Cliff area. Um, I lived in a neighborhood that dealt with a lot of poverty. And um, out of that, I grew up having this poverty mindset. I grew up that, um, that every time you hear something, a person that's from the hood, you would hear stuff like, um, you know, we ain't never had nothing. So when you hear somebody keep and saying that all the time that we ain't never had nothing, it gets into your into your mind that you know what? I'm I'm just going to live in poverty all of my life. Why you think that a lot of people do not move out of that uh area is because they feel like, you know what? I've been living in this mindset for so long that I'm just going to stay here forever. That means that they were influenced by the neighborhood that they was living in. They was influenced by the circumstances. Like uh, me and my dad had a conversation um, a couple of days ago 
and he really just was saying that you know he worked so much that he wasn't there you know um for me even though we didn't have as much um we didn't have all the nice food we didn't have all the you know the good stuff but guess what we never went hungry and see i was influenced as far now let's talk about you know um food and you know going out to eat and stuff like that even though i'm an adult now back in that day i looked at other stuff like you know this might be funny but like i thought red lobster was so high that i could never afford to go there I always thought that um, Papa Do's, you know, was super duper fancy. I've always looked at those different restaurants and thought, I can never go there. But I'm <laughs> I'm an adult now. I have the, the finances to go there. But because I had this poverty mindset, not had, sometimes I still deal with it. Just to, just to be honest, I still deal with that poverty mindset. But the mindset that I have, I was like, you know what? I, I don't think I can go there and enjoy myself. And well, I could just settle for going to these fast food restaurants all the time and to get a nice meal. But if you kind of like look at the logistics of and the cost of things, the fast food restaurant chain, if you just add a couple of more dollars or maybe five to 10 more dollars, you can get a nice meal at this certain restaurant. But guess what? I was influenced by what I grew up with, you know, and I thought that, hey, I can never have nothing. And when you uh, when a person has that, I can never have nothing in life mindset because they're influenced of their circumstances. Guess what? God is not going to be able to work in that situation because God is going to take you more, going to take you farther than where your mind, your mindset, you know, that you have. Like when he takes you further, for instance, he can be saying, I want you to take a camera and record different videos and just start putting them out on YouTube or putting them out on social media and from these videos, it's going to take you around the world. Now, if you are stuck in a mindset that I can never have nothing, you will never ever take what God is telling you and start to move forward in life. You will say, well, I don't think that I can get on a plane. I don't think I can go to another country. I don't think that I can do this and I don't think that I can do that. It's because you were influenced early on. And um, what what kind of um, was brought to my attention when I was um, when God was when I was meditating on this word is sometimes when we are shaped and molded by who we are connected to, we got to think about our parents. Like I'm not I'm not a parent, and what disturbs me is when parents in their children or in the club doing the same old thing. So it's like you're not a parent. If a parent is giving their child free reign, free reign to do whatever they want to do, to you know, smoke whatever they want to smoke, drink whatever they want to drink, and do whatever they want to do, guess what? That kid is going to think that it's okay because the parent is doing it right next to them because they are influenced. Maybe that parent lived up in the neighborhood where you know, um, it was nothing but drugs and alcohol everywhere. 
And that if that parent did not have that mindset, you know what? My kids is not going to go through this. My kids is not going to sit there and live in poverty like I did. My kids is not going to drink themselves away and, you know, mess around, have liver uh, issues later on. And like my kids is not going to do that. But if they have that, you know what? It, you know what? It is what it is. And they, it trickles down to their children and it becomes a generational curse. So who you are connected to can shape and mold your life. Now, sometimes God has different plans. Mm-hmm. Not sometimes. Let me, let me forgive me, Lord. God has different plans for our lives. Now, God says, okay, even though your parent you know, allowed you to do all that negative stuff. I got a different plan for you. So I'm going to turn your life around. And guess what? Your past is not your future. (laughs) Your past is not your future. So even though you might've been connected, you might've been with the wrong person or influenced by somebody in your life growing up. Guess what? Your past is not your future. Move it on. Connecting with the wrong person will cause you to believe in something else. Who connecting with the wrong person will cause you to believe in something else. Man, I cannot stress that enough. Like, for example, if you're a person that's believing marriage. You say, you know what? God really just showed me that I, I want to be married one day. I want to be connected, you know, with the right person. But guess what? Sometimes you can be listening to so much outside noise. You can be connected with um, that friend of yours that was married two or three times. And then they start saying they start pretty much being like Ebenezer Scrooge. When they when you mention about marriage and you get excited about marriage one day, they like, ah oh, humbug. You know, I've been married two or three times. It ain't gonna work. All you're gonna do is get divorced in a, and you know in a couple of years. And then they start bringing up all these statistics of what's going on in the world right now. But then guess what? They will cause you to get discouraged and that will cause you to start believing, you know what? I don't, I don't think I should get married. It ain't for me. And then you start saying that stuff out of your mouth and guess what? It brings forth all of that negativity to just come around you. And even as far as like, you know, religion, now this is a tough one. How many people have converted from Christianity to something else? Because of connecting with the wrong people. How many times people have um, been on fire for God? People have been reading the Bible for years. People have been preaching the word for years until all of a sudden they connect with someone or they're looking at these different videos and they're looking at all the stuff that's going on in the world and they say, you know what? I don't think there is a God. Or I don't think this is um, for me you know, you know what? I've been living this life so long and I really haven't seen any results. I've, I've been, the people in the church are wicked and the people of church are always negative and the people of church is, you know, messy and stuff like that. Guess what? You will turn your back on God because of 
who the wrong person that you are connected to when it comes to influence. You allowed that person to influence you that much to where you will literally stray away from God. And think about business. Oh, now this is a tough one. How many people have got that started a business or even talked about starting a business? And they got with that one friend that was like, quote unquote, jealous of you and didn't want to see you move forward in life. And we talking about those connections and those relationships. They would say, you know what, man, I started a business like five times already. I, I see that that business, man, there's too many people in that business. And I don't think that you're going to be a good fit for that business. I don't think you need to do that, man. You need to just, you know, stick to your nine to five job. You don't need to dream no more. All you have to do is just chill back and, you know, you know, we'll let, you know uh, let whatever happens, happens. But I don't think you need to start that business because, you know, it's too hard. But when you are influenced by the wrong people, it will cause you to stray away from the dreams, the goals that God has for you. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 15 and 33. 1 Corinthians 15 and 33. Now, this, now this is talking about, you know, connecting with people. And this is a pretty short. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Let me say that again. Do not be deceived. What, what, what do you mean by be deceived? Because sometimes when you think of what it means by being deceived, sometimes we think that what that person is saying is good and it's not always good. That's why you definitely, when it comes to having conversations with people, you have to align yourself with the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes what they're saying, you know, can be, you know, negative towards you and you do not think you. That's why it says do not be deceived. Evil, com evil company corrupts good habits. You might have this good habit of, um, you know, praying in the morning, praying in the morning, reading your Bible in the morning, listening to devotionals, listening to inspirational stuff in the morning. But then you keep getting those phone calls. You keep on getting all of this negative stuff that's, you know, interrupting your morning devotional. Guess what? You're going to end up going backwards. So do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. And uh, when you think about connecting with the wrong people, it will also have you chasing after something different. You know, you, you might, you know, you know what? I don't think this marriage thing is good for me. So, you know what? I'm a, you know, I'm a live my life and I'm a start chasing, you know, I'm a live this single life and I'm a start doing anything that I want to do. And you start chasing after the wrong things. And guess what? Later on, you start feeling guilty about it because God is still with you regardless of how you, you know, misbehave of how you might have strayed away or how you might have did the wrong things that was negative, God is still with you wherever you're going to go, and he's still going to reel you back in just like that fishing line. Um, you know, you think when you're connecting with different people, you also got to, you know, give an analysis, you know, towards what they're saying. Because most people, they give advice out of hurt. 
they give advice out of hurt. So if you're listening to, if someone around you is telling you that you don't need to do this and you don't need to do that, you got to think about it. Are they giving advice out of the hurt that they went through? Or is that something that, you know, they might have overcome? It might be just that, might be just that hurt. Because most of the time if a person is discouraged, if a person is um, has gone through a bad relationship with different people, they're going to give you advice out of their hurt. And even us as um, ministers or speakers, uh, you know, we shouldn't give advice out of hurt. I've done that a few times just to just to be honest and truthful. There's been many times that somebody asked me about something and I literally gave them advice out of hurt. My 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 feelings was I was in my feelings. Um, I was getting angry with the uh, person. I was getting angry about the situation. I didn't even consult the Holy Spirit or nothing. The person was like, hey, I'm going through something. Hey, can you help me out? And then I immediately got into the flesh. So even, you know, speaking to myself, I don't need to give advice out of hurt. And sometimes that what happens when you are connected with the wrong person. Let's move on. Being influenced by the wrong person will have you go against your standards. Most of the times in life, you know, when we mature, when we are mature and we're growing up, just like um, what Paul says, when I was a child, I thought as a child, I did things as a child. But when I became a man that I put those childish things away. So now we are growing up. Now we're saying, you know what? I don't need to do all that, you know, stuff that I did when I was younger. But guess what? If you do not set those standards, if you do not say, you know what, this this negative stuff is beneath me now. And this is where I'm at with God. This is where I'm at with God. And this is the stuff I used to do. If I don't set no standards and stick to those standards, you know, being influenced by the wrong person will have you go against your standards. And most of the time, those are those um, insecurity issues. Most of the, a lot of the times, those are those, um, you know, with those approval addiction issues. You say, well, this person shows me the most attention. This person shows, you know, shows me so much love. You know what? I, I think I might just lower my standards a little bit. You know what? Because this person um, smokes all the time. Yeah, you know what? You know, I, I really don't smoke like that. I quit that a long time ago. But because I want that person to connect to me and I want to get the approval of that person, you know, I'm just kind of, uh, I might just hang around that person that smokes. Even though you know um, that you cannot stand the smell of cigarettes, but I'm going to lower my standards just a little bit so I can be connected with this person. And here's another um, example. Um, I was watching this movie uh, not too long ago, and um, the person in the movie was like, you know what? I don't drink no more. I don't, I don't do any of that stuff no more. But the crowd, but his friend with him being a bad influence was like, yo, Go ahead, do it one time for the one time. So they had this big old keg of beer and they had this hose that was going in it. And then they had it turned up where the person was drinking like crazy out of the beer keg. 
And the crowd was like, Chug, 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 Chug. And he saw that and he was like, you know what? I don't, I don't need to do that. And then the person, instead of him saying, yo, I respect your walk. <laughs> I respect what you're doing. I respect when you're saying no. He's like, you know what? I don't care what you say. You're going to turn up today. If you think about the movie um, Friday, it's that same scenario when Smokey was like, yo, you're going to get high today. You ain't got no job. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't got nothing to do. So, right, he, he became that influence. And Craig was like, yo, I ain't never smoked. And so going back to this um, story, he was chugging that beer down. And the crowd was like, chug, chug, chug. Then after that, he was throwing up his body and then he felt so guilty. He was thinking like, how can I allow this person to influence me like influence me that much in order for me to go against my standards? So people of God, we have to have standards. Just think about it. His drinking was like down here and he was like, OK, I'm going to serve God right here. But because I was around that person that doesn't mean me no good but I wanted that approval so bad I'm just gonna I'm gonna take that I'm gonna bring that right up here to where it's level it's level you going against your standards you know you got to think about this um in the midst of all the noise that you have to stay strong to your standards you have to stay strong you have to when you okay for Okay, um, this is an example of what I um, spoke about at the women's conference. Um, in the women's conference, I had mentioned about, um, you know, women being approached. Now, there's two different type of women that, you know, like the approach. Uh, for a younger woman, they, they like that approach. If a dude comes up there and say, hey, little mama, hey, shorty, hey, shorty, what's up? And all this other stuff. That's going, you know, that's going to get their attention. Um, versus an older woman that's mature, guess what? That's not going to fly with them. <laughs> you come up to a, a woman that knows her self-worth, that knows who she is, and you come to her with, you know, not respect, with no respect, with, you know, with, you know, slang and not having, you know, proper communication. She's going to dish you faster than you make your head spin. So when you think about that, that, that woman has a higher standard saying, you know what, don't approach me like that. Don't approach me with all of that, you know, that slang and all of that other talk. Don't approach me versus a, you know, an immature woman is going to uh, like that kind of stuff. We're going to go to Proverbs 26 and 11. Proverbs 26 and 11. I hope this is blessing someone on today about the spiritual relationships and when it comes to being influenced. The word of God says, as a dog returned to his own vomit, so a fool repeats his folly or foley. And when I looked up the definition of a foley, it says lack of good sense and foolishness. So. When we, when, we, when we bring this back around, being influenced by the wrong person will have you go against your standards. Now, if you start going against your standards, you go right back, just like that dog going right back to his vomit. That's, that's what it is. When you allow a person to influence you to where you go backwards 
instead of forwards. It's just like that dog going right back to his vomit. And also, so a fool repeats his folly and just having lack of good sense and start acting all foolishly. Moving on. Last but not least, make sure that that person has the fruits of the spirit. If you're going to, you know, be con- if you're going to have these spiritual relationships with people, you got to make sure that they have the fruits of the spirit. And we're going to turn to Galatians 5, 22 through 23. Galatians 5. 22 through 23. Make sure that that person has the fruits of the spirit. The word of God says, verse 22, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, Self-control against such there is no law. So if you're connecting with this person that has these fruits, and also you got to make sure that you're walking in those fruits as well. Guess what? If a if a person is trying to come against you, <laughs> that's not uh that's not that does not have those fruits of the spirit, you will recognize it. You'll be like, you know what? No, hold up. This person is not really bringing me joy today. This person is really getting on my nerves and they just seem like they're doing it on purpose. They're trying to get a reaction out of me. So, you know what? I, I think I need to get away from that person. Now, if you're connected with a person that has those fruits of the spirit, that's called accountability. So when you are you have that accountability partner, that person that say, you know what? I was with a friend last night and... um. That person was telling me that I need to go ahead and smoke this because I'm feeling stressed out today. And you know what? Hey, man, can you can you help me out? And they'll tell you they'll tell you over the phone. No. Or, you know, you have that accountability partner. You say, you know what? I think I'm going to go out with a, you know, um, a college buddy of mine. I haven't seen them in like 10 to 15 years and we just going to kick it. And then that accountability partner is going to look at you or be on the phone with you and say, hey. Does that person mean you any good? What kind of club are you going to? They're going to pretty much interrogate you because that person has the fruits of the spirit and they don't want you to go backwards. They care so much about you. They don't want you to go backwards. And that's just like how God cares about us today. God will send someone that help that will help us. That is a good influence to us that will you know, keep us on that straight and narrow path, not on that wide road where everybody is around us and they're on the side of us in the back in front of us talking and, and getting all that negative stuff that's in our ears and getting into our spirit. God will send someone to help us. That's why you have to have those good spiritual relationships in your life. Connect with godly people and listen to the spirit for guidance. I'm going to say that again. Connect with godly people and listen. Listen to the spirit for guidance and you will be fine. You will be okay. 
just because you know you grew up in a neighborhood that you felt that that was not good or you developed these different mindsets growing up, God is still with you wherever you go. And that is the end of the message. Father God, I just thank you that this message fell on good ground, that we need to surround ourselves, connect ourselves, make those good spiritual and holy relationships with different people. That's going to help us. That's going to you know, continue to push us to move forward, Lord God. Lord God, you love us so much that your word says you will never leave us nor forsake us, Lord God. And I just ask it all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yo, this is a public service announcement. If you have that idea that you have been wanting to get out, all you have to do is download the app Anchor FM. And guess what? You can make your podcasting dreams come true. All you have to do is click the link.